Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Bible study. Pastor Keith yes. Allen here. And Pastor Summer Allen. And this week, we're going to be talking about Transformation. Uh-huh. Some good stuff. Some good stuff. Um, I kind of went off on the deep end on mine. You know how you, you start something and then you like just, you way out in left field? Yeah. Like you got you to bring yourself back in. I had to reel myself back in. Uh, so I, I might I might sound like a little gibberish tonight because all of my stuff is, you know, it's out, out there. there. <laughs> it's out there. You're like, what does that got to do with anything? <laughs> so uh, before we get started, we're going to go ahead and pray. we got a few people that couldn't make it tonight, and um, just keep them in our prayers and stuff And um, uh, when we when we uh, end, so we'll pray for them and, um, and their prayer requests that they sent over. All right? Yeah. So let's go ahead and pray and give God thanks. Mindy, can you hear us okay? Yep, all good. All right. Dear Heavenly Father God, we come to you in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We thank you for this blessed day, dear God. We thank you for your mighty, everlasting word. We thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for letting the sun shine upon our faces once again today, Lord God. We thank you for protecting us through the day, dear Lord God, protecting our loved ones in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, dear Lord God, for returning us back home to our loved ones. We pray in the name of Jesus right now, dear Lord God, as we come together, dear Lord God, as a unity of one in the body of Christ, dear Lord God, that we come to you, dear Lord God, humbly, as we know how, to take part in your word, to be increased, dear Lord God, in the spirit, and to set aside the man, dear Lord God, so that nothing can taint, distort, or blemish what you're about to bless us with tonight, Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus for all you do, for all you have done, and all that you are working on for us to do, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. 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 All right, so transformation. So we all kind of know the one scripture that talks about that, right? Uh, Over in Romans chapter 12, and I'll be getting to that, but... Um, transformation. It is something that is not of itself anymore. It was one thing and it's now another thing or it looked a certain way and it now looks differently. Uh, We got so many um, descriptions or, uh, or examples we could use like seeds which the Bible talks about a lot. You know, we, we put a seed in the ground, and um, I had got this analogy about mm, probably like seven, eight years ago, and it was one of the best analogies I've ever heard. Um, 
a friend of mine, I can't remember who it was in Vegas, said that we as Christians, ministers, evangelists, whoever you want to call yourself, he said a lot of people want to be in Christ, but they don't want to take on all the sacrifices. <laughs> Right, a lot of people that they, they they think it's an easy road. They want the easy road. Well, I got this came to this Christian thing. And I'm having all these problems, you know. So he's like, he's like, place a seed in the ground, and before it could grow, what do you have to do? You have to throw a bunch of dirt on top of the seed. <laughs> so it has to it has to be buried with all this muck, all this goop. You know, you water it down. Now it's muddy. And it's just down there. It can't breathe. It's, it's suffocating. He said, just think of yourself as that seed. But he says, as you take on all that dirt, all that heaviness of that dirt just weighing down on you, he said, sooner or later, that seed adapts to the environment in which you placed it in, and now it starts to thrive, and it transforms itself. And next thing you know, you see it peeking out of the ground into something beautiful. Maybe a flower, a tree, or whatever, a plant, or whatever you put in there, piece of fruit, or whatever it is. But he says that's the transformation that we should all seek, because are all the the heavy ladens that we try to avoid, we we are running away from the transformation that God is working on in us, because we don't want the dirt. We don't want the mud. We don't want the heavy ladens of Christ upon our shoulders. We want easy streets. But in order for you to be transformed, you have to go through something because that is the only way that you can comprehend the craziness of the world. You don't learn, you don't learn how to be patient by taking a class on patience. I hate to say it, but you don't. You learn patience by getting yourself in the middle of some chaos and understanding that you need to be patient. That's how you learn patience. That's how you transform yourself. That's what Christ talks about in, in, his, in, his, um, in his words, is that it's easy to love someone who loves you. It's easy for you to love your brother, your sister, your mother, your cousin, your aunts. But what about that person that curses you out every day, every time you see them? They give you, you know, a few choice words, or they just can't stand you, or you can't stand them. Now, that is how you grow, by taking on a challenge like that. That is how you transform through, again, as we said in Romans 12, the renewing of our minds. You have to change some things around but you have to be challenged. So I will shut up, <laughs> and I will allow you guys to go ahead and speak. Mine um, <laughs> is a little bit lengthy, lengthy too. I don't want to take up too much time. Does anyone have a, a shorter? <laughs> I, I, I think Connor is there. I think okay. uh, maybe I have a shot. Um, <laughs> Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new 
It didn't seem like, you know, you were just walking this straight line, mm-hmm. you know, and everything is just supposed to stop, you know, and to have um, young Christians or babes in Christ, you know, try to understand that and um, not beat themselves up, you know, because right. it will pass in time. You know, and that is part of that transformation process, those old things being passed away and everything becoming new. So I'm right in Chicago at the same thing, same place. I I just wanted to add to the whole butterfly analogy, and I, I don't know if it was already said in uh, hold on one second, Melinda. I don't think they can hear you. One second. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm laying down. I can't sit on that left side. It just hurts. It's okay. Okay, go ahead and talk, Melinda. Okay, I just wanted to add to the butterfly analogy. I don't know if it was said, but the caterpillar actually completely dies in the cocoon. And then it's reformulated into the butterfly, which I think is a really cool analogy. Because um, my study was, I was focusing on, um, like, be, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, what does that mean, like, be renewed? So renewed is to do again, to, to start over. And it's kind of like a daily, like, in your word, praying so that you... <coughs> Like getting your daily manna, right? And so that you know what the will of God is. So you, you can die to self to do what is the will of God. And it's this gradual process of dying to self and then being re, being transformed into that butterfly, you know? Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, Nadine, you had something? Yeah, um, uh, just to pick it back off the whole dying of self, and um, just remembering today I was talking a little bit on um, social media about um, in order for Christ to increase, we have to decrease, because we can <laughs> and, and just to um, the throne of our lives and just recognizing that, as Pastor was saying as well, that... Um, we want we want all the objects, we want all the things that is added after you seek ye first. Nobody wants to seek first. We just want the added first. Just just go ahead and add this stuff, God. You know, and, and um there is a scripture that is in um Galatians two verse twenty eight. I am crucified with Christ. Crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I for the Christ event in me. Mm-hmm. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. And um, recognizing that it's not, it's not us that is living, but it's Christ is living in us and, and being dead to ourselves, to our own will, to our own power, to, to, you know, because for me, again, if if it, if, it, if it's all about me, or if I am if I am living for myself alone, then I was saying the other day that if I'm living for just me and for myself alone, then when I die, everything die with me because it, it, I am I am replaceable. I I will die in this flesh, 
read verbatim the entire chapter. Like somebody like somebody over here. No, I'm just gonna walk you through it. I'm not gonna go through the whole chapter like that. No, I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna uh what they what they try your patience. No. Okay, so I'm gonna start like this and you don't have to you don't have to turn there, but um just to start real quick. So um, remember that I said the word itself is a transformer. And I have uh, Romans 10 and 17, and that says, go ahead, go ahead and read it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It is, it is so important, and, and that we understand that each and every one of us was saved by what? The word of God. There was no other way that you would have even known who God is. And the word of God does not only just mean this Bible. Word of God is also the unctioning of the spirit of God to man to speak into your life. That is the word of God as well. Or if you are used to speak into someone else's life, that is the word of God. The word of God, like you said, is a living organism. It is alive. It is not just in the pages of this book, but the word of God is in us all, and it has worked through each and every one of us to transform the lives of others. Um, Jeremiah 36, everybody can turn there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Jeremiah 36. Okay. So just real quick on verses 1 through 4, and it says, And it came to pass in the fourth year of Jeroboam and the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came unto Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Take thee a roll of a book, and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah, and against all the nations from the day I spake unto thee from the days of Josiah, even unto this day. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I, which I propose to do unto them, that they may return every man from his evil way, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Like he's saying there, hearing the word of God, returning, which is transformation, right? And in uh, verse 40 says, Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord, which he had spoken unto him upon a roll of a book. So there he's telling, he's, he's showing you how the word of God was, was is not only just spoken through Jeremiah, but it was also written and passed on to Baruch, who had to then take that book and take it over to the king at the time to give him a word, a word that would try to transform him. But then if you look at verse 15, he goes to the people of uh, of the king, and he and he asks them, or or he's trying to tell them what was said in the book by uh, Jeremiah. And in verse fifteen, it says, "They said unto him, Sit down now and read it in our ears." So it's so emphasized in this story about reading and 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 when you get a chance, when you get a chance, and you actually read through this um, chapter. It's, it's, it's nothing but about reading and listening, reading and listening. God is, is telling you, I'm going to say something, listen to me. 
I'm speaking through this person, you know, listen. And then he also says the word itself, read it, so that people can be transformed. And so Baruch read it in their ears. Mm-hmm. So it's just so uh, emphasized through this. And then um, in verse 22, the king was finally given the scroll that was written down. So what did the king do? He burned it up in the fire. He said, I'm not going not gonna to look at this, this word that came from Jeremiah. I'm just going to burn it up in the fire. So in verse 28, the Lord did what? And the merciful God that he is, he went on ahead and told him, rewrite (laughs) the scroll and give it back to him again. And he was letting him know, and it's so um, intense in in this chapter, like for you to read. Listen, read, listen, and listening to the word of God to, to receive that transformation and that mercy. And the word itself is God's mercy unto man to be able to have that, that, that time of transformation before he comes back. And then, um, of course, you know, the, the king is hard-hearted. But in verse 31, he, he says, and I will punish him because of what he didn't read the word or believe on it and his seed and his servants from their iniquity. And I will bring unto him to them and upon them inhabitants of Jerusalem and upon the men of Judah all the evil that I have pronounced against them, but they hearkened not. So he's saying that they didn't listen to the word of God, and he literally called it iniquity. So most people don't understand what iniquity is. Iniquity is, is disobedience. So when we're disobedient and we're not listening and hearing and, and receiving that true transformation, that is what God is saying. And that's what he uh, compares you to, you know. Um, another verse uh, is Second Corinthians 6, if you can get that. Okay, so Psalms 33 and 6. That's my last one. And it says, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. So God is telling you by the word of God was anything made and anything that exists. He transformed nothing into something by the word of God. (laughs) He manifested everything by his word. Without the transformative word of God, we have nothing. Should I drop the mic? Exegete. What was that, Mindy? I said exegete. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hear you, Melinda. I said to exegete. Instead of preach, I said exegete. Yeah, exegete. Oh, she yeah. said exegete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was pretty deep for me. That was yeah. pretty deep for me. Yeah, I, I was like, deep. okay, Lord. Well, I like that you're extrapolating from all over the Bible and you're tying in the New Testament and the Old Testament. Like, yeah. I said, you didn't get me there. So. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> yeah, because uh, he even he even gave me revelations that that one scripture that says um, the one scripture that says um, and they um, overcome by the blood of the lamb yeah. and by the word. Yes, yeah. So even he's telling you that you transform yourself by your own testimony. Yeah. That kind of ties, ties in a little bit with what I got. Hello? Go ahead, go ahead Tina. Um, if, if you could go to, I think it's, I'm driving, so bear with me, please. Um, Romans 12, 12, please. I was going to read out Romans 12. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everybody, that's your word. That's your word. It's all right. Go right ahead. Well, if you can read Romans 12, 12, that's where I actually started at. All right. I got you, Tina. Rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. That's what you so, want. So, I believe that's it. I think that's it. I wish I had my notes with me, but they're at the house. I'm speaking there now. Um, so basically, where I was going with the transformation is okay. How do I transform? How do I get from A to B? And starting it off would be who am I? Knowing what my identity is knowing what's going on within me and my relationship with God so that I can, one, commune with him and talk to him and be able to transform into what he wants me to be and where I want to go. And I feel that a lot of the problems that's going on that I saw in Romans, um, I think that it was twelve twelve, is the fact that a lot of people don't understand that who they are. And if you don't know who you are, how can you transform into who God needs you to be? You have to recognize who you are, a, a son or daughter of God, the righteousness of God. And you have to be firm on who you are. That's where I was going. And then there's some other scriptures that I want to say that's going to tie into that, but I'm not home yet. <laughs> but it kind of ties in with, with what Summer was saying a little bit, but just knowing who you are and being able to know that, you know what, God gave you the authority mm-hmm. to be here. That's right. The authority to speak things into being the authority to change yourself and your surroundings. He gave you that power. Yeah. And when and when, de- when the devil attacked Adam and Eve in the garden, what did he do? He attacked their identity. He said, if you eat of this tree, you'll be like God. But we were already made in his image. We were already like him. Why is why why y'all trying to preach tonight? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what you starting a bunch of mini preachers? 
You better go ahead. So if you know who you are, then nothing can come against you because you know that you're a son and daughter of God mm-hmm. and that you have his authority to speak away illness, to speak finance your way, to move that mountain or the molehill. And that's how you begin to transform is by knowing who you are and what authority you have and not let anyone question that the fact that you are the righteousness of God. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. I do have some other scriptures at the house, and so if we get time, I'll, I'll tell you guys when I get home. I'm about five minutes away. All right. Or tell me just about that. It's not longer. Uh, <laughs> okay. The grand finale. Not a grand finale. I'm just trying to get my piece in. <laughs> Everybody trying to steal my little thunder. Goodness. Taking away your Romans. I know, right? Like, you know what? I'm going to still read Romans 12, but I ain't going to start there right now. Okay. All right? Okay. <laughs> So here's the thing for me. I'm going to start in Luke, chapter 9. Luke, chapter 9, verse 23. Is that right? Yeah, verse 23. Now, this this is the words of Christ. He says this. And he said unto all of them, meaning his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. Mm-hmm. But hold on, because we always say this verse, don't we? Take up your cross. We forgot one thing, though. He says, take up your cross what? Daily. Daily. Mm-hmm. Not, just, not just this one time, oh, I got it, okay, I can put it down, I'm done. He said, take it daily. And follow me. <laughs> Daily. Because some of us, we, we, we tend to walk out the front door sometimes in the morning. We leave that cross behind. Right. We don't take it daily. All right. We don't, we don't, we don't go to transform ourselves daily. We like, like Paul, uh, Paul said, you have to renew your mind every day. You have to become renewed daily. So in order for you to be renewed daily, you have to what? Walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. You have to forget the former self. Yes. This is the only way you can do it. You have to leave yourself behind. Leave yourself at home and carry Christ out the door. <laughs> okay? Right. Once you take Jesus out to the street, let people see some Jesus. They, they don't want to see Keith. They don't want to see John. They don't want to see Matthew. They don't want to see... Uh, uh, you know, whoever. Exactly. So they want to see some Jesus. Right? He said to take it up daily and follow me, he says in verse 24, for whosoever will save his own life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? Or be cast away. 
what good is it? And that's why when when we go back, and that's why I want to start there because I want to now go back to Romans chapter twelve. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. now he said, because you, you, you don't got all this, right? Yeah. It, it, it has done nothing for you. And guess what? Just like uh, Conrad was saying. Now, he, he gets this. I'm going to start at verse 1, though. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice. That's what he said, to forget yourself, to push yourself aside. What he said in Luke. Now he said, a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That is your reasonable service. That is the only reason that you should be doing anything that you are doing. Okay? Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable, once again, acceptable and perfect will of God. Not the will of, not the will of yourself. Right? Oh, I ain't done. <laughs> I know you ain't finished. I know you ain't finished. Y'all done passed the middle of the night. <laughs> Verse 3, he says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, and that goes for everyone, the grace given unto each and every one of us, to every man that is among you, or woman, mankind, however you want to say it, not to think of yourselves more highly than you ought to think. Stop pounding on your chest. Stop with your nose up in the air, right? He says, but to think soberly, that means with a conscience of righteousness, according as God has dealt to every man a what? Measure of faith. Every man. Why does he say this? Because some of us are in different stages of our faith walk. Some of us are new to God. Some of us are seasoned in God. But some of us who are seasoned want to push our noses up in the air to those who don't know as much as we know or don't do as we do. You are no better than no one else. No one else. Now, I'm not going to read all 12 like I said. I know I said I was going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> all right? But I am, however, I'm going to go to Luke chapter 6 now. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Oh, Jesus. Luke, Luke chapter 6. Don't think highly of yourself, right? Right. Yeah. Meaning, don't be looking down upon anyone else. Right. Right. Put yourself aside, is what he said in Luke 9. Mm-hmm. Carry your cross daily. Mm-hmm. Right. Luke chapter 6, verse 27. But I say unto you, which hear, there's that hearing word again, mm-hmm. love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. Mm-hmm. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. Amen. This is what I was talking about at the beginning when I said this. 
when we first opened up Bible study. It is easy for anyone to love anybody else because they're loving you. It is easy to pick the high road because you don't want to go down the road with the potholes in it. Mm-hmm. But that person that tripped you up, told a lie on you, you know, and got you locked up in jail from a lie or whatever it is they did to you, slap your mom, I don't care what they done to you, okay? Yes. Christ is telling you, it ain't about that. Show them love, and he's going to show you why. And he says in verse 29, And unto him that smite thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy clothes, forbid not to take thy coat also, but give to every man that asks of thee. And of him that taketh away thy goods, ask him not again. And as you as you would that man should to do you, do ye also to them likewise, meaning do unto others as you would have them do unto you. For if you love them which love you, what thanks have you? What gain have you? For sinners also love those that love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A thief loves other thieves, and they still in the cover, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to love somebody else who's loving you. He says, and if you do good to them which do good to you, what thanks you have? For sinners also love them the same. And if you lend to them, of whom ye hope to receive back, what thanks have you? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love you, your neighbor, your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful. And the evil. So if he's, for he is kind to them, how much kinder will he be to you? This is transformation. This is the the commission of Christ to do these things. This is a transformation to say all the things that you know you want to say to somebody. We, We sit in traffic jams. You know, we sit at the, the counter at the store, wait for that person who's in front of us who's got 100 coupons, who's still writing checks, they don't have no cash on them, you know, and you just try to get to where you're going, right? Or they try your patience, right? They, they, they try every inch, or inch of, uh, uh, of you right now, right? They don't cut you off in traffic three or four times, like, okay, I'm just going to let this person go do what they're going to do before they run me off the road. Yes. But the point is, because I'm guilty of it too. People get it from me. Oh my! Now I'm just trying to get somewhere, right? Yes. You're just trying to get somewhere. So I'm gonna cut you off. And lo and behold, this is my, this is my testimony. Lo and behold, that don't happen to me a few times. And lo and behold, you know that person that cut in front of me that slowed me down from me rushing where I'm going. I go probably two or three hundred yards up the road, and there's a policeman sitting right there waiting for somebody to speed by. <laughs> but now I'm not speeding anymore. I don't slow down because somebody don't cut in front of me slow me down. Right? Right. Not only did he save me, he was teaching me a lesson. 
And this is where I say I had got off on the deep end of my, of my, of my study because we all get to a point where God is trying to teach us something. He's trying to transform us. But we are so caught up in us, we don't even realize. Remember when, when Christ got baptized by John and he came up in the, out of the water? It said he went into the, into the desert for the 40 days and 40 nights. But before he went to go be tempted, he was ministered unto by the angels. We are being ministered unto by angels in our lives, and we don't even realize that what class is in session. Mm-hmm. Oh, we trying to get to class. <laughs> <laughs> we don't realize class is in session. There's a transformation happening, and we're not allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine a group of angels like, I got a lesson for you today. I got a word for you today. You're like, man, get out of my way. I'm trying to get to where I'm going. You're making me late. So we don't, we don't appreciate what God is doing for us when it comes to testing our patience, our kindness, our love, our, our, our respect for one another, or anything that we do throughout our day. Because why? We don't take the cross with us out the front door. We leave it at home, but we take ourselves. There's no transformation in us half the time because we like we forget to put our Jesus on before we walk out the door. We look at all spiffy and nice. We don't iron our clothes. We don't shave, brush your teeth, done air, all this other stuff. We go out the door, we forget the cross. The true transformation that not only changes us, but changes those who are out there that we encounter. Yes. So yeah. T- Tina's on now, so I'll, I'll let Tina uh, get her her uh, her piece in because uh, I know I don't ramble on. Now you done broke it down. <laughs> I apologize. Be broke. <laughs> I apologize, guys. I know I got a little excited, but no, I'm like, wow, the fire is on tonight. I, I got. I was like, you better get out of my way when I get through. <laughs> It is, but that's what we got to read. The, the transformation is more than just you doing something different. You, when you, it's a, it's a true repentance. Mm-hmm. When you transform yourself, you got to say, I'm doing this not for only my good, but for my children, for my family members. Whoever sees me walking in Christ can see the goodness of God working through me and working for me because I am working in his will, not my own. I'm not in self anymore. And that's what it's all about. That's the transformation, picking up your cross and carrying it daily. Not, oh, man, I want to wear that watch today. You know, I'm just going to take that one off and I'm just going to be gone with it. You know, how, how many times we walk out the house like, man, I forgot my phone, <laughs> right? But we, we don't say, oh, man, I forgot my cross. <laughs> no, that can stay. <laughs> that can stay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you know, we want the flow. We want the flow. That's the way. That's it. That's it. That's it. So I was reading 
the other day um, in this one book. Summer has has a copy of this book, but um, just dated for February 28th. Um, and it reads, You are no stranger to me, dear one. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. My knowledge of you has continued without interruption through your entrance into this world and onward throughout your life. I delight in transforming you more and more into the one I created you to be, Mm -hmm. much as a skilled potter delights in the work he is creating. One invocation of my uninterrupted presence with you is that you are never alone. I'm training you to be increasingly aware of me, but I understand that you are human and your attention span is limited is limited. Sometimes when you are suffering, you may feel as if you are alone or abandoned. However, I suffered alone on the cross so that you would never have to be alone in your struggles. You are always with me. I hold you by your right hand. The last enemy you will face is death. But my crucifixion and my resurrection have decimated that foe. So trust me to guide you through your life and afterwards take you into glory. Mm. So um, that's when I went after I read that and I started looking to see what else would appear to me, and that's when I found Romans twelve twelve. after reading that. Um, again, I kept getting, you know, I need to know who I am so that I can start peeling away the layers of, you know, the past and the world itself and stop being so aware of my surroundings and turn inward and figure out who am I and what am I here for? What is my sole purpose? And am I transforming into the person that God wants me to be or am I transforming into what I want to be? Amen. 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 And then... um, to give you the other passages, um, it was uh, Jeremiah 1 5, uh, Psalm 139 16, and Psalm 
molding it. It is cleansing it. So therefore, as God's word says, do not conform to this world but by the renewing of your mind. But it also says, and I can't find the passage right now. Be a transformer. Um, yes, be a transformer. Don't get around somebody and pick up the bad habits, but get around somebody and let them pick up your good habits. Mm-hmm. So that's what water does. Water says, you know what? You're all filthy inside. So when you pour me into a dirty cup, when you put those dirty dishes in that water, what happens when the dish comes out? Clean. It's clean. So that's what we need to do. We need to not only transform ourselves, but transform those around us. That's why Christ was with the sinners. He was that water cleansing the sinners. He was giving them the word. They're like, oh, he's sitting with the sinners and the Republicans because they need it. A, a clean dish don't need to get into yeah. dishwater, <laughs> right? That's what it's all about. Another thing I had got um, from what Tina has said, and that was kind of deep because it kind of goes, it does kind of go hand in hand with what the Lord was giving me. Is is that um, when He said to Jeremiah, "I knew, you know, before you were born, I knew you." What were you before you were born? You were the Word of God. You were something that was spoken into existence. God spoke you into being. God planted you in your mother's womb. And you were a word that was spoken. And then the Lord is telling you that, you know, through that transformation, like you were saying, is that I want you to become your original self. Because even like the seed or like the... um, the the worm that was spoken of and, and, and the butterfly, you know, we, you're still taking at the cellular level something and you're transforming it into something else. But it is from that same cellular seed, that original thing that was spoken into being. And then what it end is is definitely not what it was be, had had begun. And each and every one of our lives, we continue to to be like the Rolling Stone, you know, gathering the moss, you know, becoming exactly who we're supposed to become. And like you had said, we are and we become, you know, what our master has spoken into us by speaking around uh, our lives and speaking things into us and into other people and calling things that are not as though they were. That they may be so. Yes. We are transformers. We become the transformers that God, you know, transformed in us. But if we don't allow that movement to happen, we become stagnant water that conforms <laughs> to its environment. I mean, there's I mean, so many different loops that go around. This yeah. is like a deep, deep study tonight. Yeah. I, am, yeah. I am like, so y'all have been preaching to me all night long, and I am so thankful. I got a lot. Amen. Amen. But how often do you use your authority? How often do you decree and declare that something will be or not be? And I do that more for for, for other people than I do to myself. Or, or the people <laughs> you do for yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, y'all preaching to me tonight, too. <laughs> yeah. I think we beat this stick in the ground, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> What, what you know what they was so cool because um 
Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. I'm like, ready to have church. I'm going over summer house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Friday. We could have shown hands to church. But, wow. Therefore, I can't. Wow. That would be. Oh, so, amen. Uh, does anyone else have anything? Uh, Kathy, Mindy, anyone else on the line? No. No. All right. Well, we're gonna. That was a that was a, a blessed um, evening. I hope you guys did get some out of it. But I know I did. I know I did. Um. Right now, we're gonna pray out and give thanks and honor to God for for that that delicious meal. Uh, and uh, pray for uh, Apostle Jerusha, mm-hmm. who was at the dentist. <laughs> and uh, pray yeah. for Lena as well. Okay. And uh, we're going to pray for Sister Kathy right there as well. Mm-hmm. So. Anyone else have prayer requests? Um, if we could just lift up the... Um our grand opening and resurrection Sunday. Yes. And the ministers and just the visitors that we're going to be having and stuff like that. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Okay. I'm going to lift up um, Brother Willie. Oh, yeah. Um, Brother Willie. He's going to lift him up. He, he is back in the hospital. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're we're pray for Brother Willie. So yeah, you got you guys never met Brother Willie. I mean, I never met him, but I've talked to him on the phone a few times. Me and him talked, and uh, Brother Willie can get real deep on. Oh, he can get deep. (laughs) He's the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and uh, he uh, just keep him up in prayer because you know he's he's uh, he's a special individual. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, with that said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for the word on tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for the anointing of God falling fresh on each and every one of us, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord God, from the fire on high, Lord God, that injected us all. I thank you, Lord God, for the anointing, Lord Father, that has been applied to each and every one of our minds and our spirits. We thank you, Lord God, for uplifting us in your word, Lord God, giving us revelation, Lord Father, causing us, Lord God, to be more like you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the image of God is what we would seek after, Lord Father. And I thank you, Lord Father, that, Lord Father, we can see it just a little bit more, Lord God, of what you're expecting of us, what you're showing us, Lord God, and the path, Lord God, to be set upon, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that this word will not fall to the ground. But I pray, Lord Father, that each and every word that has been spoken on tonight, Lord God, will be set and rooted in each and every one of us, Lord God. Let us take a little piece of this word on tonight and, Lord God, go into the joy of tomorrow. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that this manner 
Fill us up, Lord Father, and overflow us, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, for those who could not be here on tonight, I pray, Lord God, that they would even go back and listen to this, this message on tonight, Lord Father, that we would spread this word, Lord God, like never before. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would bless Brother Willie, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would touch him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Let him know he's not alone, Lord Father, but that those that are around him, that love him, Lord God. Lord God, let him have an encouraging word, Lord Father. I pray, Lord Father, that all the nurses and the doctors that are around him, Lord God, let them have a good bedside manner, I pray, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, that you would put a peace that surpasseth all understanding in his mindset, Lord Father. I rebuke any type of spirit, Lord God, that will want to take his memory, that will want to steal the word from him, Lord Father. I rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord God, dementia, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, how they say elderly old age, forgetting, Lord God, forgetfulness, Lord Father, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. He shall remember every word, Lord Father. He shall remember, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for the word is what we need. What cleanses us and we even learned on tonight transforms us. Lord God, that same word that is in him, let him let it transform him, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord Father. Lord God, we, we lift up Apostle Jerusha, Lord Father. We pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus that you will be with her, guide her, lead her, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, as you will touch her, Lord God, in the dentist's office, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, that she come out as pure gold. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that she would have a peace, Lord God, in what she's doing when she's going in and coming out, Lord Father. Be with her, I pray, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, for Lena on tonight. Lord God, she asked for serenity, Lord God, of mind and peace of mind. We speak it into the atmosphere, Lord Father. We send it by the word. And Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, she shall, even in this moment in time, receive serenity, Lord God, that she will receive peace, Lord Father, that she will receive this transformative word, Lord God, that will transform her thoughts, her dreams, her visions for the future, Lord Father, that in the name of Jesus, all things are possible in you, Lord God, that she will, Lord God, begin to step back in her life, Lord Father, that you will be raised forth, Lord Father, that you will be able to, Lord God, work through her life, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, the way that you desire. I pray, Lord God, that you would even touch Kathy, Lord God, touch her leg, touch her hip, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, move out any type of thing that is not like or of you. I pray, Lord God, that you would touch her joints and the sinews, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, healing, Lord God, and a blessing, anointing, Lord God, flow through her, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the enemy that will want her to be cast down, that will want to try to steal her Sundays or steal her Wednesdays. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that she will be able to surpass, Lord God, any pain, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord Father. I, I steal that pain from her, and I cast it into the abyss from which it came, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will begin to give the oil from on high, Lord God, to her joints, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, and that her muscles will begin to subside, Lord 
Lord Father, and ease back, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. Transformation through her body, transformation to, through her soul, transformation in her mind to receive it, Lord Father. By the Holy Spirit do we pray, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that the ministering angels will minister unto her to receive it, Lord God. That faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, that she is healed, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord Father. Do we pray that all of these things, that they shall come to pass, and they are working out for their good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Uh, guys, quick, quick, a uh, few um, announcements. Um, next week was supposed to be finances, but we already had did that like a couple uh, about a month or so ago. Um, so I'll prepare something for next week as far as Bible study goes. Um, so that doesn't mean you guys get off the hook. Uh, <laughs> as always, please read a psalm and a proverb every day. Um, and that is your, your assignment for the week, to get some wisdom in, 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 into your uh, repertoire. Uh, Sunday, we're more likely have to have service here because remember that 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 um, the organization is having it on that that uh, the thing for the weekend at the church. Oh, so it's this Sunday coming. Yes, yes, it's this Sunday coming. So um, we may have to have it here, or we maybe figure something out um, uh, for Sunday. Okay. Okay. All right. So those are the announcements that I have. Um. Actually, Nadine, can you pray for the Resurrection Sunday and the um, the um, the grand opening? Because I completely forgot. Oh, I didn't even remember either. <laughs> Father God, we just ask, Lord God, for your um, leading, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, for insight and foresight, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you will even handpick, Lord God, every guest that you would want to have there, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you will um, give us favor, Lord God. Give us a, um, a spirit, Lord God, of creativity, Lord God, in, 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 in different ways of showcasing your world and your spirit and your love, Lord Jesus. We pray, Heavenly Father, that it will just be a day of celebration, Lord God, lifting you up and finding hearts together and minds together, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you will open up doors, Lord God, and you will... Be, uh, provide beyond our expectations, our imagination, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. We pray, Lord God, as we start to uh, get things uh, out and pencil them out, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that you will just be with us in the planning stage, Lord God. Yeah. And we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for coming out. Have a blessed evening. Get some rest. Uh, most of all, may God bless you each and every one of you. Love Praise you. the Lord. Summer, you'll get back to me with the party, right? I can stay on for two seconds. Huh? Okay. What'd you say, Melinda? I said thank you. Good night. All right. Good, good night. Good night. Love you, Melinda. Good night. Good night. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.